Jim and Steve on social media, Instagram and Facebook, a scooby social media where people go to interact with the things they like and sometimes humor their friends. All right. Let me find the right outline. I always have one for me with my private notes. Sure. And one for us. Steve is a jerk. Don't let him see this. <laughs> yeah. Little jabs at Steve throughout the outline. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's see what Fatty has to say about this one. <laughs> Do you have equally? <laughs> see what this neurotic <laughs> D-bag has to say about it. Will Jim complain about his toe again? Yeah. Let's find yeah. out. Jim and Steve Watch a show Welcome everybody to Jim and Steve Watch a Show, Season 3, Episode 7, and in this episode, we're going to take a look at Father Ted. My name is Jim. And my name is Steve. Steve, would you like to tell everybody what our podcast is all about? As we say, every week we go to the streaming services, we find a show that either you've never heard of or overlooked for some reason, we watch the first episode, we give it a review, and then whether or not we would watch the entire first season. Yep, and once again, we're taking a look at Father Ted in this episode. I'd like to start off with some basic background information about the show. So Steve, what'd you find out? So we watched Father Ted on Freebie. It is a British show with Irish writers. Uh, There are three seasons. Each episode is about 25 minutes. Season one was released on April 21st of 1995. Went to May 26th of 95, six episodes. Season two was March 8th of 96 to May 10th of 96, 10 episodes. Then there was a Christmas special released on Christmas Eve of 1996. Then the third season was March 13th of 98 to May 1st of 98, which was eight episodes. And I think that's it. It's really smart keeping a series under 10 episodes a, a season. I, I like that. I, I That's just me, but six to 10 episodes. Well, it makes it feel very bite-sized, especially yeah. whenever you think, well, eight episodes, 25 minutes each, that's less than four hours of my time. And I feel like oftentimes the British shows are better in quality for it. It's like they spend a little bit more time on each episode, maybe, like making yes. sure it's good, as opposed to sometimes here in the States where we're just like 28 episodes a season. Well, it, it, the whole Walking Dead thing, I think, is a great example Everybody yeah. loved the first season yeah. and they thought it was amazing. And it was, I think, eight episodes. Oh, yeah, then that's right. It ballooned into this huge monster. And then it had all these spinoffs that nobody really asked for. And they're still spinning it off. And I think everyone's just tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such it's such a commitment. I don't know. I, maybe just to get older when you go, all right, season one is 24 episodes of 50 minute long shows. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> and heavy too, right? Like uh, you get into these dramas and it, it's not even something you can be like laughing your way through. It's right. heavy. Yeah. That's not Father Ted. So no, they, is, they got it figured out over there. They do, for sure. Uh, so now we're on to um, summary challenge. In the summary challenge, we'd like to, as it says, summarize the first episode in about a minute or less. 
And it is your turn. My turn. Here goes my summary for Father Ted. So Father Ted lives on a place called Craggy Island. That's at least how the episode starts. With two other priests. They are priests, I believe, right? Yes. Okay, good. There's this younger, kind of naive priest named Dougal. And there's a much older, crotchety priest named Jack. Someone from a religious TV show calls Ted and wants to do an, an interview with him. Uh, they have, I think they have um, somebody who's like a housekeeper named Mrs. Doyle who lives there as well. She shows up uh, a couple times in the episode. So the basic plot of this first episode is Ted tries to keep this television interview from the other priests. Not exactly clear why, but he, he does. Uh, and Dougal and Jack head to a fair, a local fair, and Ted ducks out to do the interview. Then they all end up at this fair, which is a very <laughs> colorful affair. And the interviewer shows up and interviews Dougal instead of Ted. And that's kind of the, the punchline. Very good. Thanks. Very good. Thanks. Okay. And, so I really, I think you covered it all. I might just add a tad bit of flavor, but you, you did a great job there. Thanks. So, okay. They're on Craggy Island, which they're, it's off the coast of Britain was how I kind of gathered. And there's not even a really good way to get there. And they were trying to give directions. And it <laughs> it was just like, you're going to just go and you're just going to see this rock. And it's, it's like, kind of over there. Make a right at like the nuclear waste dump or something. Yeah. Like, you're going to see these ships that have radiation symbols on them and turn right. That was great. <laughs> and so you have Father Ted, Father Dougal, and Father Jack. Jack is old barely coherent and appears to be an alcoholic. <laughs> Dougal is younger, a newer priest that may or may not be an atheist. He definitely has <laughs> questions. Yep. And then Ted is your middle of the road kind of, I'm actually a priest and I care about what I do. Yep. This TV show wants to interview a priest that is in a rural setting. and doesn't get much more rural than Craggy Island. And I think Ted is afraid that the other two are going to screw it up. And so he's uh, trying to hide it from them okay, because yeah. he wants to give a good representation of himself and the island. Yeah. And all three of them live in the same house with that housekeeper. And so, as you said, he tries to keep him away. You know, it's not going to work. Yeah. And Dougal ends up giving the interview, which is funny. <laughs> and I think at the bottom of the screen, it says, Father Ted's name, right? Which just <laughs> so it looks like it's Father Ted, but it's Dougal saying the words, right? <laughs> Which is great. It's such a great payoff at the end. Yeah, e excellent job. And of course, yeah, adding detail there. I'm like, why wouldn't Ted want them to do the? <laughs> <laughs> because they're terrible. <laughs> Duh, Jim. Come on. All right. <laughs> well done. Um, so on to points of interest and clarification one might need to better enjoy this show. What did you have here? So I, I think the main takeaway is that this is a very British feeling show. If you don't enjoy, I don't, I don't want to say absurdist, but just the kind of British humor and British vibe. I, I in my head, I'd kind of felt like this felt a bit like Faulty Towers with John Cleese. Yeah. If you don't like those kinds of shows, it's probably not going to be for you. I had almost the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, it, it's just a certain kind of humor that if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. And what I thought was interesting about this 
is it is the most popular sitcom in Ireland ever. Oh, really? Yeah, to, as of today. And oh, this show still? came out in the 90s. Yeah, wow. ever. And weirdly, in my research, a lot of famous people came out and said this is one of their favorite shows, which you don't normally see yeah. unaffiliated famous people just endorsing a show for no reason. But they're like Steve Martin, Steven Spielberg, Madonna, Bono. Uh, I'm trying to, there, there's like a list of 10 or 15 that said, I, one of my favorite shows, love it. Wow. Like, okay. Well, like Sinead O'Connor was one of them. Like it was just a lot of different people. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, I, I could see after the first episode why. I mean, it's funny. I mean, it's really a funny show. <laughs> so if you care what celebrities <laughs> think, you should watch this show. That's right. Uh, I, I had the exact same thing. I, I said familiarity with kind of British shows, British humor. And be okay. I use the same word, absurdist humor. And yep. uh, yeah, so exact same thing. We're on the same page there. So on to then positive st- and yeah. <laughs> 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 so on to positives and strengths of the show above and beyond celebrity endorsements. What did you have here? I thought the fair was very funny. Yes, that was the high because point. Because <laughs> it, it is like, here is this island of just ugly people that <laughs> seem to just exist. Like, there's not anything happening. And, like, the, the main thing at the fair is they have a park bench attached to a, a winch on a crane. <laughs> and you sit on it with no safety at all. And it just <laughs> takes you up and then it takes you back down. <laughs> and there's like, one thing it was like spin the cat, cat and it was just a cat on a wheel and you yeah. just spin the cat. <laughs> they yeah. all this weird, like, is it even a game? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it was brilliant. I, there is so much to see at the fair. I was laughing so hard because it's kind of one of those shows where so much stuff's going on. It's like, I, I bet I missed something crazy at that, that fair. And, and it's always really windy. Like in every yeah. shot of the fair, there's someone wrestling with a tent and it's almost <laughs> blowing away. And, which it's, just, it's just funny. Must be an inside joke for people who who probably live on an isle, island or an isle like that. It probably is windy all the time, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had it's just it's so quirky. There's just this random guy with an eye shot Jr. T-shirt <laughs> on. <laughs> and he like, and he, didn't he kill like a, a bird or something? <laughs> Like just shoots a pigeon and says gone, and then they cut away from him. It's like it's just, and, and that's yeah, that was it. Like, it's, it's weird non sequitur with that. It was, but it's great. I mean, it, it's just it was. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I liked was that uh, Father Dougal had a He Man comforter on his bed. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I, I forgot about that. Like, like. Let's say He-Man, sure enough, Masters of the Universe. So I'm like, this guy's all right. That's all right. Well, and it's funny because with Dougal, he's the younger priest. Yeah. He doesn't even know how to pray correctly. Yeah. And they're walking in the fair and he's talking to Father Ted and he's just, is it really even a God? I don't know. It's like, but you're already a priest, right? So he had to like fake his way through yeah. all this, or he's just so clueless. He didn't even know what he's getting himself into. I know that's, you can tell that's, that's going to be so much fun throughout the series. That's like a really clever setup, yep. which is probably going to pay off quite, quite a bit. I think, down, I think down, so too down the road. Um, okay. So as far as weaknesses or drawbacks, is there anything that you 
uh, didn't like about the show or you bumped up against? Uh, I mean, I, I guess back to our original point is either you, either you like this human or you don't. Mm-hmm. And then because it was filmed in the 90s, it looks old. Yeah. Uh, if if you want like a crisp, clear picture, that's not what this is going to give you. But you can still definitely tell what's going on. It's just it, the place they live, and I think it's intentional, looks like it was made in the f- maybe 60s, like the wallpaper and <laughs> It, yeah. it looks nice from the outside, but it's like really dated on the inside. And if you don't like, I guess, older television, that might bother you. But that, that's really all that I had. That's a, that's a good point. I I had something similar. I mean, this reminds me a little bit when we were talking about uh, Kunk on Earth, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, pretty soon whether or not the show is going to be for you. And I, I thought kind of litmus yes. test for this was at some point. Dougal's worried about the weather and he checks outside and they do this cutaway to like, <laughs> like a hurricane or something. <laughs> yeah. So out of nowhere. And I think for many people that's either I'm in or I'm, I'm, I'm out. I, I don't think there's really any gray area. No, and I loved it. I thought that was just yeah. great. Like it just drives home that nobody really wants to live on craggy Island. You're just kind of there. <laughs> and again, Seemingly very cool with the whole nuclear waste uh, disposal <laughs> next door. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, weaknesses would only be if this is not your warehouse. Of course, you're not gonna gonna like it. But uh, other than that, I didn't have anything. So this leads us to: Would we watch the whole season? So what 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 do you think? First season is six episodes. Yes, I would watch the whole season. Is this our first? Is this our first? Yes. Yeah, I believe this is my first unqualified Un- yes. Unqualified yes for me as well. Oh, this is ambassadors, and I, I will watch ambassadors because it's three it's episodes. Three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this is the second one, but this is more of a yes than ambassadors. <laughs> I'm really starting to think that the only thing that matters to you and I is how long the show is. It's, it's, like, it's so crazy. Right? Like, 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 is it 20 minutes and six episodes? I'm in. <laughs> Done. Right. I will watch this thing. If it's, it's a 24 episodes, an hour pop, no. <laughs> well, and I think a lot of it has to do with what kind of show it is, too. Because yeah. if you look at the shows that we've watched, only this and Ambassador are even close to being comedies yeah i I, we we kind of went a little bit uh sci-fi-ish i guess so far this season we have with alice in borderland and silent sea and uh ultraman and three percent so maybe it's it was too heavy you know like there's too many things you got to pay attention to yeah i need i need quick hits (laughs) i certainly didn't have to take i didn't have to take notes with this one which was nice Yes, just <laughs> watch, him, watch him laugh. So it's a yes for me as well. And that brings us in an unqualified yes. And that brings us to where are you going to put this on our list? And to remind everybody, this is, this is our seventh show that we've watched. And so far this season, we've watched Alice in Borderland. We watched Ambassadors, 3%. We watched, oh, is it Ultraman Orb next? Yes. Silent Sea and Bang Bang Baby. So where are you going to put Father Ted on that list? I think I'm going to slide Father Ted in at number three. Oh. Behind Alice in Borderland and Ultraman Orb. 
That's exactly where I put it. That's so weird. Like we are. What, what so, is happening? I don't know. We are so on the same page this time around. I I put it in the three spot as well. That's so funny. Yeah, we're we're not going to have anything to discuss for the season review. <laughs> yeah, that last. We'll just have to make things up. <laughs> yeah, have to make a, a conflict. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. That was easy. Now we're on to this day and nerd history. And of course, I'm, I'm eager to hear what happened. So this one, I, I guess, in a in a small way, kind of goes back to last week with that unintended consequences thing. Okay. On February 15th of 1564, oh, Galileo so- was born. Yeah. Now, he died at the age of 77 on January 8th of 1642. And I think a lot of people know him for astronomy or mathematics, that kind of stuff. But what I come to find out, and and maybe people knew this too, but I didn't, is he didn't quite invent the telescope, but he did a lot with magnification. Okay. He, He made huge leaps in telescopes and in microscopes. So looking at big things, looking at small things. Yeah. So you think about the far reaching consequences of that Mm. and how you could apply it to shows and movies. Like without the early work that he did, would we have five cameras on our phones or would (laughs) we have IMAX or, you know, what, what would we, or would we not have ever gotten to had this guy in the 1500s <laughs> figured all this out and, and it blows my mind sitting here today i couldn't figure it out <laughs> and this dude had like a stick was like, oh, <laughs> working what? by oil lamp or a candlelight right right um, yeah it is kind of you know it's kind of weird that when you think about the things that human beings have figured out like you said, and sometimes it's been hundreds of years ago, and I feel the same way. Where I'd be hard pressed to figure that out now, given my modern conveniences. Really I can't is, make a pancake. It really, is impressive, <laughs> right? Well, and you you think about these people, and like you know their names, mm-hmm. but there is almost abstract. Like I've heard of Aristotle, I've heard of Socrates, I've heard of Galileo, but. They're just people that existed. and yeah. But you don't think the things they did are still being felt to, and will always be felt. Mm-hmm. And, and you wonder, like, was it like a, a king among idiots? Like, were you so smart in the 1500s <laughs> that it just exhausted you to deal with people like me? <laughs> yeah. You and I are coming around and we're worried about feeding ourselves and, you know. <laughs> Our, our horse is sick or something, right? Yeah, Galileo was like, I just found three moons of Jupiter. And I'm like, you want this dead chicken? Like, I, what? He's <laughs> right. like, ah, oh, Steve. <laughs> like, just, you know, like, how exhausting must it be that you feel like you're just this genius amongst these morons? Poor Galileo. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, all the people that you hear about, they had to have felt that way because... They were just thinking at this other level that people didn't even know existed. I know. And you wonder how they were uh, perceived by other people at that, that time. I mean, was it, were they respected, revered, were they ridiculed? 
I mean, I have no I idea. think they were feared. Or feared, yeah. I, I think people, like, it was so far beyond what they could even conceive that they just thought that th- those people were insane. Yeah. Or or doing some kind of magic, something like that, yeah, Because, right? like, any time that you challenged the common belief, they just said, well, you're a heretic. Yeah. What do you mean that the sun doesn't revolve around the earth? We're going to burn you. It's like, uh, and and you knew you were right, but I can't convince these idiots of that. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess you go work on your microscope and your lenses. You just go up in your little tower and lock your door and you're like, yeah, people will get this in 200 years. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you, you've brought this up kind of a, a couple of times and it really does make you think about tracing those lines of influence either culturally or through technology and to think if Galileo hadn't made those discoveries you know what kind of kind of systemic impact does that have you know it's hard to predict right, right? yeah well because you don't would anybody else have figured it out or would they have figured it out in the same way and then you and even further if you could somehow have Galileo today yeah would he still be that next level genius that could figure out like entirely new things that we don't know about or would he be more, I guess, average or like more. And I don't know. Hanging out, watching Netflix and playing video games (laughs) Scrolling on the phone. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I I don't know. And I also wonder about when people like figure this stuff out. It's like, well, how, like, how did we even figure out things like what's safe to eat? There's a trial and, error with that right like you think yes i mean even think about recipes like who came up with a particular dish and like who who thought to put this ingredient or who thought to try to eat that because you know for every success that somebody had when i can eat this thing there's like 10 20 100 dead people right maybe that's why they had so many kids like i ain't eating that <laughs> yeah. go, go get uh, jimmy too to go uh try <laughs> that little too. mushroom out <laughs> I don't know. It does seem like there was a whole process to figure stuff out back then. And I don't know. It's beyond me. Maybe they use animals, you know, like maybe. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How do people figure stuff out? And you're right. If we put them like the person who invented, I don't know, pick a dish, lasagna. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a pretty big discovery. And then put them in our time with a, with a modern kitchen and all the conveniences. What, would it still work or would they just be another person because the time to shine has now passed them by? I don't know. Excellent questions. I, and I don't know the answer to, but fun to think about. Yeah. So then that's kind of why I thought this one was interesting because he was born today, but in 1564. Yeah. And, and the dude smarter than I could ever be. Same ever. Yeah, same. <laughs> well, me and you put together probably couldn't serve this dude lunch. <laughs> right. Couldn't, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we could perhaps carry my waste bucket. <laughs> Maybe he would be slightly entertained by our podcast. Our antics. <laughs> He's like, bring in the fools. I need to laugh today. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about a show that maybe you're interested in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, good, good day in, in nerd history. Thank you for that. And, uh, Thanks, everybody, for hanging in here with us. And I hope you enjoyed our review of Father Ted, which I guess is a very popular show, so maybe lots of people have already listened to it or or listened to this have already seen it. Join us next time when we pull another show out of 
the streaming universe to review. Till then, I am Jim. And I am Steve. Thank you. Jim and Steve. Watch a show. Jim and Steve. Watch a show you never see.